Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Plans for a latte levy, uh, or levy, levy, uh, for disposal of cups and other charges on single use are not a grab for money, according to the Environment Minister Richard Bruton. He said that the proposals are about changing behaviour and that people will actually be able to save money if they do things like start using or start keeping the cup, for example, and reusing it again. And Mr. Bruton also said that the proceeds will be ring-fenced for environmental measures. Mr. Bruton has launched a public consultation on the levies uh, that will be introduced on a phased basis in 2021 and the extra cost on a disposable cup is likely to be between 10 and 25 cents as a part of the first phase. The existing plastic bag levy would go from 22 cents to 25 cents and it would be expanded to include medium-weight plastic bags. And they also talk about as well single-use plastic bottles like, you know, your bottle of Coke, etc., etc. Uh, around 2.5 billion single-use coffee cups are used, for example, in Britain each year. Most end up in landfill, as plastic-coated paper cups cannot be recycled. But last year, they announced they wouldn't be putting a levy on recyclable cups, as it would encourage companies to move to cardboard cups, or wouldn't encourage them to move to cardboard cups and ditch the plastic. 250 billion plastic-coated cups are produced every year. That's a lot of plastic-coated cups. Uh, but one man that has an issue with this, he says the levy seems to ignore the cold drinks companies, according to Tom McLaughlin, who is the CEO of the Butterfly Cup, who make the plastic-free cups, and he's on the line. Uh, Tommy, good afternoon to you. Uh, hello, Niall. Uh, you don't believe this is the answer, or this is the way we should be doing things. Now, I know you were responsible for producing the uh, non-plastic-coated cups. So, first of all, let's explain the difference. Why can't plastic-coated cups, um, uh, they end up in landfill, is it? Well, I suppose, theoretically, uh, Niall, um, plastic-coated cups, they are recyclable, but there's a very complicated and expensive process. Do they have to melt the plastic off first or something? Basically, what they have to do is shred the cups, soak them in water, put them through a centrifugal force that separates the, the paper from the plastic, and as a result, uh, less than 1%, I think more accurately, maybe 0.1% of uh, plastic-coated cups actually get recycled, and the bulk of them finish up in landfill or incineration or whatever. Right, okay. So, 2021, we're all going to be charged for cardboard cups 10 to 25 cent. Um, the minister has assured us this money will be ring-fenced, and he said it's not a money grab, but you think a better idea would be to discourage companies from producing the plastic coated cups in the first place? Yeah, well, I think, in fairness, the minister is moving in the right direction. You know, obviously, there's massive environmental pressures here, and the issue needs to be addressed. But I think it's, it's more complex than maybe has been, um, I suppose, projected so far, and that maybe a, a more nuanced approach is required to, to get consumers to change their behaviour, and then maybe more importantly to also get uh, retailers to change their behaviour. So what's the uh, difference between a plastic-coated and a non-plastic-coated cup from a production point of view? Is it cheaper to produce the non-coated one, or is it cheaper to produce it the other way around? What, what, what's yeah, the, the plastic-coated one is the cheapest, and I suppose that's one of the issues in that... Uh, I suppose a, a retailer who hasn't got uh, environmental uh, concerns or whatever will migrate towards the, the, the less expensive option. And I suppose that's where levies come into, into play, where if you penalise uh, options that are, that are environmentally damaging and promote ones that are environmentally uh, helpful, or, you know, then... You're then, not going to discourage us. You move yeah. the dial, and then suddenly, even from, you know, from the retailer's point of view, the whole economics change, and they say, well, we'll actually switch from what is something damaging to something that is 
that is more helpful. And the problem is here, the only person really being affected by all this is the customer because they're the one paying more money. Um, and now I know Richard has said, well, you know, the, the idea is, is that it's a learned behaviour that maybe we should be bringing our cups with us. But a lot of people won't remember to do that, unfortunately. Of course. Well, I, and again, I suppose there is no sort of single universal solution. You know, that is... Uh, using ceramic cups is the ideal. Uh, you know, using reusable cups is is obviously also very uh, a positive development. Mm-hmm. You can't, but, bring, you can't, you can't walk world, around town with them in your in, hand. In the real world, uh, very often people don't have them, and I suppose also reusable cups uh, are are much more environmentally impactful in terms of the, their production and their disposal. So unless you use them multiple times, then they they actually represent a negative. Approach. So, uh, your, so your but, cups, by the way, what percentage of your cup, which is plastic-free, uh, the ones that you produce at Butterfly Cup, what percentage of that is recyclable? It's 100% recyclable. So the whole cup, yeah, basically, yeah. is recyclable. So I, I, I can, I'll explain a little bit about that maybe, now, if you like. But I suppose they... I suppose they, they um, yeah, so, so basically, it's a newly... We, our, our cup, we also actually eliminate the plastic lid and plastic straw. So when we started working on this project initially, our objective was to get rid of the plastic lid and plastic straw in a, a basically an all-in-one cup that uh, closes and prevents splashes, leaks, and drips and whatever. So it's... You yeah, know, it's kind of got this U-shaped top which folds over and closes. Correct, yeah. correct. So yeah. it's functionally, it's, it's, it's a perfect solution. Um, and uh, But then as... As, as we have progressed, we have been looking for more and more environmentally friendly options. Our original ones would have been using a plastic-coated cup, just getting rid of the plastic lid and straw. And our most recent uh, version now is made with a new paperboard that's been developed in Finland. Um, and it, it basically is plastic-free. And when you finish your drink, you can just put it into your paper bin along with your newspaper car. And pardon my ignorance, Tommy, because I'm not a coffee yes, drinker in the sure. morning, so I don't visit these places. Sure. Uh, but does I, I know recently in some of the fast food joints, they're using the, you know, the cardboard straws instead of the plastic straws. And I find halfway through the drink, the thing disintegrates. Sure. So do, does the cup not disintegrate because you're using cardboard with liquid in it? Well, it, it, it doesn't, actually. It, it performs very well. And at the moment, we have... We're still relatively early stage, but we've got early stage sales in about 20 countries at this stage. And just as an example, uh, two weeks ago, um, the uh, One Young World Summit was held in London, in London, and it's basically a mini Davos for, for uh, young leaders. And at that event, we served over 12,000 coffees at the event in, in our new cup, and the reaction was extremely positive. Okay, so I could, can I leave my coffee sitting in that for you know two hours while absolutely, I'm working? Absolutely. And, and it's not going to start it, leaking it, or... No, absolutely not. So, well, then, well, then, how does it? I'm just curious now. I mean, how does it do that? Is it dipped in wax or something? Or no? Well, well, I suppose the company who developed the new paperboard, and I suppose we're we're working in conjunction with them. We have we have our cup that has its its environmental benefits, and then combined with this, it enhances them further. Basically, they uh, Kotka Mills in Finland. They invested over 200 million euros in a new uh, paper mill that basically produces paper, but instead of using a, a plastic coating to, to make it liquid-proof, they use a, a water-based dispersion coating that uh, it's, it's a very thin coating. Uh, Is this like water- the stuff that you spray on your runners? That, you know that stuff that came in years ago that you, <laughs> uh, well, you spray that makes it, it kind of it's, waterproof? It's, it's, from a, it, it's developed from a wood extract. Uh, I, you know, basically, I suppose that that's their trade secret. They have put right, okay, a huge right. amount of investment into its development. So they're not going to tell it, everyone how to do it. Yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. So, so, but it, but it basically will remain waterproof for one to two days. Definitely, you know, one day, one day plus. Well, that's no good. Problem. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, 
And uh, basically, when you finish your drink, you can then just put it into the paper bin along with your newspaper and cardboard or into the bin outside your back door or whatever, and it goes into mainstream paperboard recycling. Okay, so so getting back to the original point that we started off talking about is you believe the minister should be encouraging that more so than charging customers more money, should be encouraging companies who are using cups to use, um, you know, any of these kind of coffee docks or whatever it is, uh, to use these kind of fully recyclable cups. Well, I think, I think what, like I said, you need a nuanced uh, response where you basically, uh, you know, because there are different situations. So, for example, um, you know, in, in, say, quick service restaurants where, you know, where you get your burger chips and, uh, and a takeaway drink, uh, they, they, they don't really lend themselves. Those larger cups full of ice and drink, Coke or whatever, they don't lend themselves to uh, sort of reusable cups. So I suppose the, 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 the minister's focus up to now has been just totally on coffee cups, but cold drink cups represent more than 50% of the entire... I would imagine so, yes, yeah. your McDonald's so and Burger King's and everyone else, yeah. So that whole section has been, has been um, I suppose, ignored. And if you just have a blanket levy that, that penalises all, all disposable cups, what, what you but then it's not with, a levy anymore, it's a tax, isn't it? It's well, just a general... What, what, yeah. what happens is it just gets... The 25 cents gets added on to the meal deal price or whatever. Uh, whereas if you... Uh, incentivize and you say, well, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll tax the, the plastic coated cup, but we will not tax uh, our a cup that's completely way, recyclable, yes. Of tax yeah. On the, uh, on, on the, um, the our paper cup, can, which can be recycled with ordinary paper, then the retailer will say, well, okay, they, you know. I mean, I, I, don't get me wrong, Tommy, I, Tommy, with the greatest respect, I know you have skin in the game, so to speak, and I, and I understand that, but I, I, I think you're making perfect sense. There's no reason why you should tax a cup that's fully recyclable if that's the direction we want to head in and make everything 100% recyclable. Well, you should be taxing those that are not recyclable, and it can make perfect sense Correct. to me. So and, and again, what that does is it, it will, you know, the retailer will then very quickly look and say, well, if I'm going to pay uh, 25 cents uh, for, for the plastic one and not for the plastic-free one, uh, then obviously, you know, that will change the retail. Well, I'm, I'm not going to learn anything, really, am I? I'd rather go in and say, well, can I have one of Tommy's cups rather than one of those cups over there because I'm not going to pay a tax on it? Yes, exactly, exactly. Oh, yeah. okay. And I suppose, okay. But I suppose that's where, that's where you need that more nuanced approach. And I suppose it's almost like, it's, it's, I suppose the analogy I would draw, it's like, um, you know, cars. If you just have an across-the-board tax on cars, you're, you're, not, you're not encouraging people to move to electric. So what they've done there is they basically are giving incentives to move to electric and penalties to, to stick with diesel. Okay, okay, so I guess. So it's basically applied the same logic to, um, to dispose of a cups, whether coffee cups or cold drinks cups. Okay, listen, it's an interesting point, and I think you raise a really, really good point. Thank you very much indeed. Tom McLaughlin is the CEO of Butterfly Club Cups. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits.